You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. I saw this uh, meme online the other day, and it made me start thinking that when we get through this, it's going to be like, we're going to look back and be like, we are in the Twilight Zone, right? I mean, we will seriously look back and say, what just happened? Um, I have a nephew and a couple of family who... Um, this week found out that they had a contracted COVID-19 and um, they live in California and until they found out they were planning to come out to help celebrate Riley's uh, non-graduation uh, from high school and it got me thinking how many disappointments uh, that people are experiencing during this time how much stretching is happening and you could say it like this there are so many layovers on our travels to tomorrow Cynthia's mom surprised our family about nine months ago that she was taking us all on a cruise uh, this summer and every day different cousins have been texting and saying how many days left until the cruise and then as you would expect, this last week, um, our cruise got canceled. And I got to think of the cancellations and the postponements, postponements and the, the disappointments, the layovers. It's enough to put somebody over the edge, isn't it? I mean, just a few weeks ago, it got me standing on the roof of my house talking to you guys, right? This is a lot. And I know on top of that, uh, in a time where we need friendship and support and family and fellowship and connection, we are separated and we feel uneasy and we feel alone, kind of like this tree right here. Like we just want to fall over, right? That's our lives right now, isn't it? Um, if you weren't with us a couple of weeks ago, we talked about a couple of guys that this reminds me of. Two guys that were disappointed walking back to their hometown to a place called Emmaus. This is what had just happened. These two guys had just watched Jesus die on a cross. I mean, tragic, right? It was, it was um, surreal watching him go through the cruelest death of crucifixion saying they're disappointed is an understatement they were saying things like man if only jesus had not died then this sound familiar if only this pandemic hadn't happened if only that person hadn't given it to that person and that person had got then we wouldn't be in the situation we're in. But it, let me tell you something, it just might take a pandemic for God to get your attention. I say it with a smile 
so that you don't get mad at me. I mean, a still small voice wasn't getting your attention, right? We're all in this together, but let me tell you something. Getting to your destination might only come by going through some cities you don't want to go through. How many have ever had to fly through Dallas? How many have ever had to fly through the Atlanta airport? Go, getting to your destination might only come through going through cities you don't want to go through. Nothing against any of them. That was just the first two I thought of. I, I actually like Dallas and I, I do like Atlanta as well because there, I know there are many of you out there that are just watching from, from all over the place. Maybe you lived there at one time, but think about it. Um, getting to your destination goes, you have to do things you don't want to do. The road to a healthy body involves going to curves, going to Weight Watchers, going to CrossFit, all places we don't enjoy, going to the gym. Many of you are enjoying this time uh, that the gym has been canceled because you have an excuse. Think about it. The road to riches is hard work. The road to a great marriage is compromise. The road to a great friendship is being unselfish. Have you ever considered that the only way to get to the place you need to go is by taking the road you don't want to take? I'll say it again. Have you ever considered that getting to the place you need to go is by going on the only road you don't want to take? I got a sneaking suspicion that God is allowing some shaking because he has some plans for you on the other side of the horizon. Hebrews 12 explains to us, and I encourage you, go read Hebrews 12 this week, that everything that can be shaken is going to be shaken, so that only those things that can't be shaken will be left. I see Jaden right now over there shaking some water and by the time he gets to me it'll probably be empty but god is shaking some things now don't tell me oh don't tell me that he caused this i don't know you think that anyone knows what's going on no one un fully understands what's going on but i do know that things are being shaken right now to give room or make room for what is on the horizon in front of us we are starting a series today called layover it paints a picture in your mind i know it's all about the day you discover that all of your travels have brought you to a place you never thought you would end up probably a positive place probably a great place right in the middle layovers right in the middle of a seemingly giant inconvenience we discover who we are meant to be all along a theme that god has been speaking to us about right in the middle of a seemingly giant inconvenience we discover who we are meant to be all along some call these um, come to god moments they are happening. These moments when you discover that all of a sudden, uh, which really 
isn't really coming all of a sudden, but all of a sudden you are seeing God working through you. You are seeing God work in you. You are seeing God work around you in your families, in your work, in your finances, all different kinds of places. Maybe you're not there yet. You would say, that's too soon, too soon for me. But let me prophesy over you. They are coming for you, my brother. They are coming for you, my sister. We may never really get completely back to normal. But the, the place we are going uh, is, it may not be normal, but I, I don't even necessarily want to go back to normal. I want something better. Don't you? Luke chapter 24, verse 31. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. It says, Then their eyes were opened and they knew him. I prophesy that during this layover, your then their eyes were opened and they knew him moment is coming to pass. A come to God moment where all of a sudden, which isn't necessarily all of a sudden, your eyes are opened to what God is doing. I used to be in, involved in a ministry uh, where almost every weekend I found myself speaking in a different church. And then on Monday, I would be at an airport experiencing layovers and I used to hate them until I started uh, to look at it from a different perspective. I decided to make the best of them. I decided that it was going to be in airports that um, I was going to get more business done than I would get done the rest of the week so that by the time I got home I'd have time to spend with my family. I find myself looking forward to the uninterrupted time. Uh, with Jesus. Um, they were opportunities, um, prolonged opportunities, where I would get a lot of writing done during layovers. And while I was doing this, I would watch grown men in suits and ties getting upset when their planes got delayed. And what I would do in those times, I'd grab an extra Starbucks during that lay layover, put on my headphones, and I would get lost in my studies. I might say right now in this layover, don't be the grown man acting like a baby. Take some time to rest. It's interesting. It's interesting that the word layover involves, and if you look at the definition, it involves these words, uh, a hiatus, a respite, a pause to rest. These words sound very spiritual to me. In fact, one definition of layover I found is a period of waiting before a further stage in a journey. I'm going to put that right on the screen down below you. You might need to write it down. Uh, a layover is a period of waiting before, before a further stage in your journey. Can I ask a question today? Who is ready for a further stage in your journey? Well, then, if you are, expect this. <coughs> Attention, ladies and gentlemen. Our flight has been delayed. This is my captain voice. We will let you know when more information has been obtained. Thank you for your patience. That's 
what you have to look forward to if you're looking for a further stage in your journey. Hi, Jaden. Hi. Want to say hi to the folks? Yeah. You can't see them. Come on, come on over here. Come on over here and say hi. Watch that. What? What? Oh, stop! Stop! Are you preaching? What do you got there? He's got his Bible too. And are you ready for a further stage in the journey, Jaden? Yes. Say yes, I am. Can I just ask you right now, who is ready for a further stage in your journey? It's hard to keep perspective on spiritual layovers while you are in them, isn't it? You need spiritual eyes. You need spiritual glasses to, uh, to see. Luke 24, 31. Let's look at it again. Then their eyes were opened and they knew him. We can't afford to... Uh, lose our spiritual glasses uh, probably one person watching right now is my mom and it seemed to me that when back in the day she would lose her glasses a hundred times a day and right when she needed them most she couldn't find them where is my glasses we can't afford to be that way spiritually and I'm thankfully it was just physically that that was her we need them to help us uh, see to keep us from getting impatient at the airport to keep us from getting fearful in our layover to keep us from getting overwhelmed we'll be back with a few more thoughts in a minute on this and a challenge to see with spiritual eyes that will help you see your layover as an opportunity thank you for being with us Say thank you for being with us. Say peace. peace. Yes. Show. Say the phone camera. Say peace. Peace. What? Like when I love a kid's perspective on this. He has been enjoying this quarantine. He has been enjoying this layover because he's not concerned with the things that the rest of us might be concerned with in our reasoning and our thought process. We'll be right back in a few minutes. You're so good at that, dude. You're so good at that. I want you to ask yourself this question. Where is God taking me next in my journey? It just a little bit ago, we, we said the definition of a layover is a period of waiting before the next stage in your journey. Ask yourself, where is God taking me next? These guys on the road did not see where God was taking them next. They did not see with spiritual eyes. Let's look at, pick it up there in Luke chapter 24, verse 13. It says, Now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. So it was while they conversed and reasoned, which can 
get us in trouble. Jesus actually showed up right next to them walking, but their eyes were restrained. They could not see him. I don't think it was necessarily the Holy Spirit that was doing this. I think it was just their ignorance or just their hard-headedness that was restraining them as, as many of us uh, eyes are restrained and it, sometimes it takes something like what's going on now to get our attention. Let me say it like this. They didn't have their spiritual glasses on because they were distracted at the pandemic. Or let's say they were distracted at the tragedy that had really happened to them. That Jesus had just died and they hadn't found out that he was alive yet. Do you see the irony? These guys were upset in talking with Jesus. Upset that Jesus was dead. Go figure, huh? Can I suggest to you something today? On your journey, reason about what has happened, maybe Jesus is walking right next to you. Can I suggest if we submit to the journey, then we'll get to the destination. I might say it like this. If we will walk the road with Jesus, with God on our side, we will eventually start to see, start to see with spiritual eyes. How do you submit to the journey? How do you see, I mean really see, not just getting up on a rooftop and looking at a perspective from there, but how do you really see with God's eyes? Well, it's found right here in this text, Luke chapter 24. Let's read it a little bit further, or write the verse right before verse 30. Right before they see and their eyes were open, it says, Now it came to pass, are you listening? That he sat at the table with them, Jesus. The Holy Spirit is there too, sitting with them. And he took bread, just like we did last week. He took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to them. And then their eyes were opened and they knew him. Taking communion, that's how, that's how to see? Well, yes, yes, sort of. It can help, but can I suggest something kind of, it might sound a little weird. Not just take the communion, but be the bread. Now don't edit this out and take me out of context here. He tells me to be the bread? What is he talking about? Interesting enough, interestingly enough, the same thing Jesus did with bread in this passage and every other time bread is talked about in the ministry of Jesus is the secret to understanding your layover. Think with me. Stay with me. What Jesus did with bread is the secret to having God moments where you see where you are going next on this journey. When you allow Jesus, let me say it like this, when you allow Jesus to do with you what he did with bread, you will get God's perspective and see the way he sees and become who he desires you to be. 
When we allow Jesus to do with us what he did with bread, we will see God's perspective and become who he desires us to be. I know it's a mouthful and we'll unpack it over the next few weeks. But let's, let's look at that verse again. I'll put it right up there on the screen and I'm going to tell you four things that we should allow Jesus to do with us. Number one, let him take you on the journey. Number two, expect to be broken on the journey. Number three, watch him bless you on the journey. Number four, give what he gives you away. It's the part that is hard to do the most. Your life, your resources, your gifts, your blessings, give them away. And then it all starts back over again. We'll talk about each of these over the next few weeks in this series. I prophesy that you will enter a fruitful season relationally, socially, physically, mentally, even financially, if you will allow God to do these four things in your life. Take you on the journey. Expect to be broken on the journey. Watch him bless you on the journey and give what he gives you away on the journey. But as we close today, it's good to hear these things. And it's good to know these things. It's good to um, have them in our head. But, but we're still here on our layover in our lives. We are at different places in that time. In fact, I want to whisper to you right now. Um, right across from me over here is my neighbors. They, they watch every, every week as we are on this journey. They are listening. Uh, just last week, the entire time, they smoked their marijuana while they watched me. And it reminds me of something, that here we are on the journey. Here we all are on this journey in different places. And I've seen the, the, the posts about that we're in different boats on this journey. And yes, we are, but we're all in the middle of a layover, aren't we? And I want to ask you today, as we have this extended close, because I don't have any other people coming into the service for the next service. I don't, I don't have anywhere. You don't have anywhere else to be either. It's not going to be long, but I have a few things I want to ask you as we close. And I expect you to respond. Um, maybe you'll do it right there in the, in the comments over there. You'll say amen. You'll say what, whatever you want to say. But let me ask you this question. What will your response be to this layover? Will it be like the men on the road to Emmaus? Well, we were hoping. Um, I'm reasoning. I'm complaining. I'm worrying. I'm overwhelmed. Or will you believe for a new normal? I know that God has made me new, but do I, I need a new? Maybe we'll believe for something new that he is doing among us. Their new normal would eventually be something great. 
it's the same it's it's great for us too their new normal was that eventually they would find out that Jesus was alive in fact he was standing right next to them and the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead was going to be in them that was going to go with them as they left that place and make them confident and make them courageous it was going to give them a major upgrade after the tragedy can I predict that for you too can I prophesy that for you the thing was seeing with new eyes seeing with new confidence it was all things they already had it's all things that we already have it's just that we aren't able to see what is already ours who we are in Jesus Sometimes it takes something to get our attention, to shake us, to help us to see what we already have. Jesus walked with them, but they had to open their eyes to see it. We need to do the same. The layover, aka your new undistracted life without this and that and this and the other, just might get you to the place you need to go. Think about it, that can bring you hope. This layover, this undistracted time, the, this change of pace just might get you to where you need to go. Sometimes the only way to get to the place you need to go is by taking the road you don't want to take. The road, be it ever difficult, might be your journey, your desert journey, to your promised land. Will it take you 40 days or will it take you 40 years? The hardest part of the journey for the Israelites wasn't um, necessarily uh, get in the desert, it was leaving what they knew. I said earlier that I have a sneaking suspicion that God is allowing some shaking because he has some plans for you, for me, for new song, for the church at large, for believers, for non-believers, for people searching, for people looking, for people seeking. He has plans on the horizon and is allowing some shaking to get us there or get us ready or get us prepared. Your come to God moments are coming. Let me prophesy that over you. Where will you see God working through you and in you? Have a blessed day. Would you pray with me? Lord, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for this opportunity to be able to meet at least this way until we can meet in person. Lord, I thank you that while we are... Um, not together that you don't practice social distancing from us and that you are speaking to us i pray that you speak to people about their layover where you are calling them to go i pray that you speak to people about some of the things they've left behind and i pray that we would not wander in the desert too long before we discover our promised land before we discover the things you are showing us through this time we love you, we thank you, and we trust you in Jesus' name.
have a blessed day.